Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways, you know. Nintendo, Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Hello. Internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I have my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Of course, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are live at Free Play Florida uh, over at the Doubletree by Hilton near SeaWorld for Free Play Florida 2016. It is an awesome event. We were there last year. Definitely uh, come check us out. Uh, we were making posts on Facebook and our Twitter and Instagram. Come check us out. Uh, and uh, we have... The returning man from last year, the amazing, I mean, the guy's done everything. The video game connoisseur, record holder, I mean, he does everything. Uh, Mr. Todd Rogers, welcome back Thank to you. the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. did you just hear that? He said that all in one breath. Yes. He's good. He, he's I've good done like this that. for a little yeah. while now. So, yeah. <laughs> Over 220 episodes strong now. Yeah, so. so, yeah, we've been uh, getting doing our thing. If you sp- if you do, if you go to the Polk County range, doing yeah. our thing. Yeah, exactly, man. Because we, we are the number one podcast in Polk County. We so. are the number one podcast in Polk County. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's been fun, but yeah, he's he's gotten good at that. Which speaking of things, he's gotten good at. What's been going on with you? What's been good with you lately? Because we well, haven't seen you here. Ask since last year. What what have you guys been gaming with? What is what is current in your gaming world? Uh, man, to be honest, I just got that Xbox One. Yeah, he got an Xbox One this like, year. Yeah, because I had a PS4, and I've really been enjoying that. Like, all the games I've gotten for the Christmas season mm-hmm. have been for that. Like, I got the Titanfall 2, mm-hmm. uh, the new Call of Duty, um, Gears of War 4. So, I've actually been using that more than my PS4. My PS4's kind of got put in the back burner. Hmm. Well, I just finished uh, Uncharted 4. Do something right. borrow it. Uh, I was really uh, happy with the way that game turned out. Uh, I just picked up, literally like three days ago, I picked up Titanfall 2. I'm going through the main story uh, campaign. They did a campaign this year. Uh, it's really knocking my socks off, actually. It's really, really good. Um, I'm also um, still playing through on PC. Um, I'm going through and playing um, Undertale. Have you yeah. heard of Undertale? It's a really good game. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm playing through that. And uh, what else? playing the heck out of Overwatch, too. Overwatch as well. I was playing Overwatch as well. I'm still playing Overwatch. Um, I'm playing, what am I playing? I'm just playing all kinds of stuff, whatever I get my hands so on. So being really. such avid gamers as like you guys are, how come you're not entering any of the contests here? Or it's because you have the show going on currently. It, that's the the big thing. Big part like of it, There's yeah. a lot of stuff like we were, aren't able to do just because we're kind of locked back here in the media room. Which yeah. It's really nice. I got to give a big shout-out to Brandon and a big shout-out to Brian and everybody yeah. just because of the mere fact that they got us a actual media room this year. So, like, we've got our own private room. We can just pull people, come and interview them. We don't have to worry about sound problems. Right. Like, they really stepped up the game this year. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. In a lot of room, and you don't have a lot of the uh, – the the back noises when when you're when that's you're true yeah. yeah I know last year some of the guests uh, they had to get closer you get a little more intimate with us to yeah. be able to hear us so um, but any you know I feel like this is really you know it, for us it's easier for us uh, to be able to kind of get a little more intimate um, be able to talk more um, hey no tapping on the chair there are you, are you sending Morse code without me knowing it about was yeah, it's like Oh, yep. they're trying to do a, a picture taking here. Oh, so yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. Gonna put this up. Which on the that's website. been the fun part of the whole weekend. Brandon's been really cool, and his wife's been here. She's been amazing, and helping out with everything. Like it's been, it's been really fun. He actually got some really cool pictures with me this morning. Wow. <laughs> But no, he got us. No, some let's really do one cool while we're just talking. Yeah, no, he got <clears throat> some really cool pictures with me because the five of first came this morning. We oh, had a awesome. stormtrooper and two um two bounty hunters. We had Boba Fett and Django Fett. Sweet. And he got me in front of the Free Play Florida banner kneeling down and like all three with a gun to my head with like, you awesome. know, like I'm getting arrested. Yeah. And then we did the same thing with Keith uh, uh yeah. Ab- Ab- Abernathy? What? Abernathy. 
Arabic carry. Arabic carry. Yeah. Yeah. So we we actually what we did is we had a parade. See that uh, Neo Geo machine over there? Yeah. For the people looking at home, it's a Neo Geo cabinet, but it is built on a scooty, like a the like Keith mobile. Yeah, and it, it, <laughs> he can drive it, and it's got a camera, so there's a TV on it, so he can see what's on the other side. And we had a giant parade through the hotel and through the main hall with him on that, and with me leading the charge with the 501st to kind of clear everybody out the way. That's and awesome. It, it was really really neat. That's really. And we cool. got some good pictures with him too, with me and the 501st and, and Keith. That's awesome. Speaking of a 501st uh, Star Wars, uh, uh, Todd, did you see uh, the Force Awakens? I have not. Okay, it it, it come out like because this this last year was in the same time, so yeah, Star yeah. Wars did release in December, so yeah. it hadn't come out yet. So I was cu- I just was curious if you'd seen it or not. Hmm. He said no. All the titles run together for me. I don't know. Yeah. I probably you you more of a Star Trek fan? Uh, Star Trek's okay. Yeah, I play the Star Trek online game. Oh, how is that? that? It's deep. <laughs> deep, deep. There's a lot uh, going back on. Back to the Keith thing real, really quick. Sure. I was going to make the mention now when I approached Keith. I said, hey, I'll give you 100 bucks if you have Billy Mitchell in the picture to try to pull off his, his uh, helmet, you know, Darth Vader helmet, his hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, with, with, uh, with Star Trek Online, uh, a friend of mine, Brian Zeno, um, he, he's a, a, he plays a lot of board games and very stre- strategy kind of game kind of material. And um, he goes, yeah, you like Star Trek? Play this game. He goes, let me know what you think. And I did. I started playing it and went, wow. There's so much that you have to encompass in this game, not just how to develop your ship, but how to develop your characters in the ship, what what classes each person does, one for shields, one for medical. I mean, there's such a, a wide variety. And then there's, like, the different skill sets of the characters, like Andorians and Romulans and stuff sure. like that. Um, so the best way I can describe the game would be deep. Deep. You have to emit a lot of hours to just scratch the surface because, you know, you – you can go on the planet. You can fly your ship. And it's not just about flying your ship. It's about being able to fly your ship effectively. Because you encounter Borg, you encounter Klingons, and you have to understand that each enemy that you, you go up against has their own, you know, uh, initial kind of way of attacking you, and you have to sure. defend yourself accordingly. Yeah, so you've got to learn, like, their uh, strengths and weaknesses and everything like that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. How many hours do you think you put into the game so far? <laughs> that game or other games? No. <laughs> um, I have no idea. I, I really don't. Hundreds of hours? Um, it probably, you know. And I it's free to play, right? Yeah, but uh, again, like with any MMORB type of game, you're going to invest money. Right. Like with Conquer, which I still play, um, you know, Wizard 101. Sure. And World of yeah. Warcraft and League of Legends. I just thrown out a whole bunch there. But every one of them, you, you have to have a money source to keep, right. you know, keep your character or whoever you're using to be better and better and better. Yeah. But League of Legends is still blowing up, too. 100 million people playing that game That's still. Amazing. That's a lot of people. Yeah, the developers that are sitting back smiling are pretty pretty, I'm sure. They are, yeah. Um, and uh, they they still want to do a movie, I guess. That was the talk. Because you know how yeah. Blizzard did the, the World of Warcraft movie, and it didn't go over so well. Uh, I, I, I saw it. I yeah, read. I heard it broke even. I, I saw it. Uh, I thought it was okay. I felt like the, the director did the best he could because he knew he had all these moving parts telling him like from Blizzard and from everyone else saying, Hey, you have to do it this way. You need to have the characters this way. And and a lot of the times the director only, you know, it's almost like they're, you know, having to shoehorn things in just to make people happy. And, and it kind of affects the script. It affects the acting. It affects overall <coughs> performance. It's because funny you should say that because <laughs> I had a, a producer approach me years ago. I want to see like 2001, two-ish maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his name was Uball. I used to kid about his name because it was a very unusual name. But he approached me because I had a lot of context in the gaming industry, and I guess he wanted to make a movie after Blood Rain. Or mm-hmm. maybe he made Blood Rain and wanted, wanted to contact the gaming people, however it was. Um, I gave him a few sources and then thought to myself, well, wait a minute, you know, this guy, you know, he's employing people. They do a job. Mm-hmm. Why, w- why would I be giving my information for free? So I said, oh, wait, look, hire me on as a consultant, and I'll help you. Sure. And that didn't happen. So yeah. I figured, okay, whatever. <laughs> Mr. Ball, go on your happy way and make a crappy movie or whatever. Right. Wow. And he did, I guess. Yeah, he made, a, like, two or three Blood Rains. Like, yeah. I think he's, like, one of the most uh, – I, I don't know what the word I'm looking infamous. for is. Infamous directors. Because yeah. he was always making video game movies, and they yeah. always were big honking turds. Well, the problem is with when it comes to video game movies, you know, you think about it, a video game – an average video game can take you 10 to 20 hours to beat. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a lot of character development, a lot of story, a lot of concept. And to be able to fit that down into a two-hour movie is really so tough. It's yeah, not And it's what's not more easy. amazing is you think if it takes you 10 or 20 hours to beat, how much man-hour programming went into the game to make it 
Sure. So it will be entertaining for you for 10 or 20 hours. Sure. That's a good point. I mean, especially if you look at something like an RPG, if you're trying to base something off an RPG, like, you know, you could spend... Um, you nervous? Your, your legs keep... Oh, yeah, yeah. You should go out there and play like Tempest or something. <laughs> or, or <laughs> I wish, man. It has been a long morning. I've been up since 7.30. Too much caffeine. I oh, understand. God, I wish. I wish. I've been trying to stick with the water. Okay, um, you can have a sip of my, my left hand. There you go. That's no. exactly what he yeah, needs right yeah, now. I'm sure that'll, <laughs> that'll, exactly. that'll, that'll make the shakes go away. Yeah. I, I know he's fiending, you know. <laughs> uh, but the when it comes to, you know, video game movies in general, that are, I mean, it's hard to name a good one. You know, right. it really is. Because you look at, you know, they tried to they tried to bring in, like, a main cast person, like uh, Angelina Jolie for the Tomb Raider movies. Yeah, yeah. And those, those were okay. They were just popcorn flicks. They yeah. weren't anything to write home well, about. Like, I love the Resident Evil movies, but I don't think that they're, like, classics. They're just, like, fun, They're cheesy, pumping them yeah. out. Like, they're just... Like, cheesy they're, popcorn they, movies. They, they don't cost a lot to make, and they all... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they're popcorn flicks. And, like, they... Deuce and I used to work uh, at Blockbuster uh, back in the day, and uh, so we saw... Oh, a lot. Nice. We got to see a lot of movies, and yeah. we, you get, we got five free rentals a week. Um, nice. And so, like you, you would just see everything—all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, the indie stuff that's really good yeah, that's right. that no one talks about. And so, there's there was a a really cool, um, oh, what is it? Um, you know, Project Greenlight, the thing yeah, that yeah, Matt, Damon Matt Damon and Ben Affleck did. And they they what they do is they take these people that make films, and and I, they actually had a really good movie that came out of that uh, called Feast. And it, since it's just Halloween, we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, it was a low, really low-budget film, but they had some really great casts in there. They had Jason Mewes was in there. They had uh, what's the guy from Anna, uh, the guy from Black Flag? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget his name. Um, I don't remember. The now. one who plays Constantine? No, no, the Black Flag, uh, the band Black Flag. Oh, 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 you're talking Henry Rollins? Yeah, he was in it. Um, and they had a few other people in it, and it was it was actually really well done. And the special effects, it was all like real world, like you know, Prosthetic. special prosthetics like it and stuff like, like CG. It was all right, and so they tried to effects. make it look as more authentic because the thing is, right. just because you have, and the reason why I love the movie is because it was done for I think like twenty thousand dollars. I mean, which is low, low budget in today's mm. uh, you know Hollywood standards. And f- to be able to make a, a a movie that's well done, that's emotional, that that you care about the characters, it it shows it doesn't matter how much money. It's all about the vision. And right. so, like, that's – you look at, you know, Robert Rodriguez. He's famous for, you know, making uh, Desperado and all these other movies for very low budget. And then you look at, you know, you flip side and you go, oh, well, look at all these – you know, look what Avatar did. I mean, Avatar made a lot of money, but they put a lot of money into those movies mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. it's always like that give and take when it comes to films. But when – I mean, then you have people, you know, like the Adam Sandler guys who try to do, like, the Pixel movie, and it just – with hey, thoughts on that? I mean, I, I, would, I would think, in my per- personal opinion, would be who you consult with. Yeah. You know, what is the director's vision or the producer's vision? Where do they want to take what their project is? Mm-hmm. Who they speak with? Because, I mean, you know, most Adam Sandler movies are all mostly Adam Sandler kind of movies. Sure. You know, have the same kind of, ooh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that it also, like I said, depends on who you, who you talk with. And if they would have consulted with a lot more gamers to get the perspective of what they wanted to... I, I like the idea they had was Shigeru Miyamoto in the movie. Right. Yeah, I, and I like that fact and like the idea that they had characters that sort of represented people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like Billy Mitchell, he had the, 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 the short guy, Dingle Nuts, whatever his name is. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I never get his name right, so I would just say Dingle Nuts, and, and I'm sure if he's listening, he's probably pissed, but whatever. Um, but And then they had one character, someone said that, 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 that he was like me, and I'm like, no, I, maybe it was the... I, I thought he was more like a Ben Gold character, okay, if you're yeah. familiar with Ben Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, it's all, it all depends on what kind of how many how many minutes they have to work with. The, you know, do you want to bore the crowd or the audience? Right. Neither. Sure. You want to deliberate a good a good plot, a good a good story theme, and still keeping the perspective of the video game and the, what the main thing would be. Yeah, well, it's interesting too because you look at Nintendo as a company, and they're doing a lot of you know changes, and a lot of things are they just put out a. Classic, the NES Classic, whatever, which is like a small USB powered uh, NES, which is like a third of the size of the real NES. It's got preloaded like 30 of the best Nintendo games ever on this one device, mm. and it's 60 bucks. Mm. Like, it's reasonably priced. And for it's people, HDMI compatible, HDMI, it's and it's pixel, no. pixel perfect. So you don't have to worry about you know modding your uh, NES to SCART or anything like that. You can actually, it gives you the best possible way these games have ever looked. They've done all these comparison videos online of how it's looked on 
the Wii U and the Wii and all that, it, everything looks dark and blurry and, and dull compared to this version. And people are like, well, why, why, why are people interested in this version? I was like, well, you think about streamers, people that stream games, mm -hmm. this is going to look the best the games have ever looked in Absolutely. 30 years. Absolutely. So, like, that's that's my argument. I want to get one, but they sold out. Like, people are waiting in line for this for an old for people are like, well, why are you waiting in line for nostalgia? I said, well, a you think about people that miss the generation or people that have kids, like myself. My son's six. I have an NES, uh, a NES, and uh, it's like a Retron or whatever. Um, but my NES died years ago, and I was like, well, I'd like to have one just to put in my son's room so he can play all these games, you know, and learn from from the history of time because they have Final Fantasy, they have all the Mario games, they have Zeldas and all that stuff on there, and it's really Pac-Man and everything. So like, you kind of get this huge you know, wealth of information uh, of 30 games throughout the years, which is really cool. From a former referee's point, uh, I often think at how the representation would be for the frame rates per second that's identical to the actual Nintendo for gameplay and responsibility, you know, response to how interactivity is. Well, you get that option, which is which is what's great about this device. You get the original, um, you could set it to the original um, CRT tube mode, which all the response time and everything is exactly the way the NES was responding. Mm -hmm. You can also do it in a more of a widescreen stretch perspective to fit on HDTVs. Um, better, or you can have it the four by three pixel perfect mode, which is one for one, and it's the best the games have ever looked. So the you reason get why I bring that up is because someone had broke my my record on Pitfall several years ago, and I had to bring the attention to the person that was refereeing. Is like they're playing on an emulator; they're not playing on the dedicated Atari. Right. It may run identical, but maybe not. And right. if you're gonna break a record that someone makes, like in my case, Pitfall. You want to play it on the actual units, not right. something else and say I beat his record, but I beat it. It's like racing a Pinto against a BW, you know. Sure. They're yeah. both yeah. different. They probably perform about the same. but you Right, know. and I, that's a good point, actually. Um, I don't think anyone's using this for competitions that yet. I've seen. Yeah, they, could. <laughs> they could. They I mean, could, but I, I, I think. If, if the clarity is that good, especially for at streaming, if they want to go online and they want people to watch, you want to make sure that you're playing on an even level playing field sure. against your next yeah. opponent or whatever, especially if you're going for a world record and the clarity is as good as what you say it is. It is. It's one-to-one. -one you know, pixel why perfect. not? I mean, yeah. I would. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I, I my favorite game of all time, Gun to the Head, Until uh, I, I Die, is uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm. I think it's one of the best games ever made. It, it shows you how it's the best. W it's one of the it's be one of the best platforms ever made. But it's also like it's a great w a game that shows you how to play and how to do good level design in a game. Like it'll show you parts in the very beginning that they show you later on, and like how when you fall the first time on a block that falls, you do it in unintentionally, and then it's like, all right, well wait a minute. That means anytime I see those blocks, I can fall. On those blocks or you see the sound um, the sound things when you jump on them you jump higher so you think about that later in the game so it's like great level design is teaching you how to play the game without holding your hand and I think a lot of games nowadays there's like a five-hour tutorial you got to go through and you know Ocarina of Time is <laughs> Ocarina of right. Time is very infamous for this actually where it's like all right uh, go through here go do this do you know go find this this is what a does this is what B does I mean I think sometimes people, you know, gamers aren't as stupid <laughs> as people think that we are. You know, I think we, we have, like, uh, you know, we like to go and trial and error and make mistakes. Mm. That's Absolutely. how you learn, right? Yeah. So I never really read the instructions when I played games. I, right. I mean, you get an idea what, it, what most games are pretty straightforward. Sure. Intricate games like you're describing, they require a little bit of um, observation, you know, trial and error. Right. And everybody wants to have their own unique experience of playing the game rather than having the same ubiquitous over and over repetition. What do you think about the um, what gamers consider like the hardcore uh, games like uh, Dark Souls and, and all that? Do you, do you have an appreciation for those games? Have you ever played any of those games? Absolutely. I think, I think it all depends upon the consumer, again, and the, the, the demographics of the, the gamers who play distinct games. There are people who like playing MMORPG style of games that only do like say Lego Legends or World of Warcraft and then they develop into something else whatever that's new on the market but I think once people find a specific game that they like they gravitate towards it and they don't deviate makes yeah. sense yeah and I but I also feel like um, Sony tried to try to like do their version of a Dark Souls game it's mm. done by the same creator but they tried to do um, their version of it as well um, with uh, Bloodborne? Blood, Bloodborne, thank you. But think of it like this. Yeah. It's like brands that you buy in a store. If you come up with a subpar game or something that would be considered subpar, you have 
the original game that you thought was good, and then you have an alternative brand which is sort of like a clone of the first one, you have a, a comparison um, level of platform. Sure. Hey, I'll play this one because it performs better, you know, on the on the skill level or or functionality level versus the the second grade one. You know. Well, I think the problem with uh, it was Demon Souls first, and then Dark Souls, and then now Dark Souls two, and then three, uh, and those games they got. People consider them getting more difficult. You know, the barrier to entry is very difficult for the even even for a hardcore gamer. Like it's it's definitely challenging, uh, and that's why I think uh, uh, Bloodborne was cool because it it was a little bit easier. Like the barrier to entry wasn't as difficult. So, but once you got into it, it got just as difficult as uh, Dark Souls Three, uh, and so like it just for me it's like sometimes I think people need a little bit. You know, especially if you've never played a game into the series. You mean like series. a learning curve. Like a, like a little yeah. bit of a learning curve. Yeah. yeah. You don't necessarily have to hold your hand, but just like, like all right, this is this area is not as difficult as the next area. That way you're learning your moves, learning your, your defending, your strafes, your, you know, parries or whatever. And then you then when you go into the next room, you're like, all right, well, I've learned all the stuff here, and now mm. I can apply it to the next room. And then it gets infinitely more difficult, uh, more challenging. Uh, but like those games, I, I never gravitated towards. I like I like a lot of the times. Like I I love playing games because uh, you mentioned about why aren't we playing record games and stuff. I'm more about stories in games. Yeah. And Deuce, I think it's the same way. Like we I love the Uncharted series because I go in and I have fun. It's like what it's like playing in a, a Hollywood action blockbuster. Yeah. It's so much fun. The characters are great. It's fun and you get a good emotional experience out of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not necessarily out there like, "All right, I got to get the best time trial." I never went on the time trials of games and tried to like, you know, beat the records of other people. Like right now, like in Titanfall 2, you have the option anytime that you go up to a wall, you can push down on the on the D-pad and you can on the certain part of the, uh, even on the main campaign, you can beat someone else's time record when they made the wall jump. Mm. And I'm like, uh, I mean, it's cool, like, if you're into that, but... Yeah. Well, I think because really of his hyperactivity that maybe he would be good at a game like Track and Field or something <laughs> that had responses where you're tapping the button. Well, I yeah. do like the Twitch shooters. I like, like, the Call of Duties and the yeah. the ba Battlefields and the Titanfall. Yeah. He's more of a thinker, someone to sit back and try yeah. to sit there Actually, and Actually, that's a really good way to describe mm -hmm. the two of us. I'm definitely, he's more of the thinker, <laughs> and I'm more the go-out-and-doer. I like the puzzle, puzzle games the puzzle yeah. solving games and uh, you like the rpgs and stuff rpgs a lot, too. A lot of stuff where it's I've, a lot of thinking right and i've i've put hundreds and uh, thousands of hours into rpgs in my lifetime uh i don't even i've played most of the rpgs from all the generations all the way up till now unfortunately the newer generations the ps4s and the xbox ones don't really have their qu their quintessential rpgs yet they're still working yeah. on it um we you do get the western rpgs like mass effect mass effect andromeda i'm very excited about yeah. you know it's uh, done by uh um, uh, Bioware uh, by EA, um, and it's it that game had a great series. You can get it on the Xbox One. They just gave it as an option. Yeah, a chance to, when we were talking about Nintendo. Have you either had a chance to check out Nintendo Quest, the, the documentary? No, mm -hmm. you really should. Uh, it's there's two fellows out of Canada that one one of the friends challenges the other. J J Bartlett was challenged um, to get every Nintendo game. Uh, oh, like the days. collector, like to try yes. to. Oh, okay, all the black carts. And and I thought it was it was one of the better uh, documentaries, if not one of the best ones that's out there currently. Um, considering the theme that was behind, it wasn't about trying to outdo the other person. It was about a friend's challenge. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, uh, I really suggest watching it. I don't want to give too much of the the plot, other than they get a challenge of getting all 688 or how many of our cartridges there are in 30 days. Wow, that's a challenge. Um, I had uh, they had the outtakes, and I, I presented Jay with uh, um, I, in 1980. I think it was 1986. I challenged uh, Michael Jordan. It was at the event in Chicago, in front of 150,000 people. I, maybe I told this story. I don't know. Um, but the developers of the cartridge, Jordan versus Bird, recruited me to come in and promote the the game while Michael Jordan was in Chicago and the same place promoting the cartridge that was themed after him and uh, I had to go uh, against him one-on-one -on, -one on the game and we all know that Jordan absolutely hates to lose and me being a gamer uh, <laughs> our, our final scoring up being 88 to 0 and he scored no points oh wow and I uh, was <laughs> not happy so I had uh, Michael Jordan sign the Nintendo cart oh wow that he lost on and I kept it for so many you know, up until last year or the year beforehand um, so when they the the crew, the film crew, flew me out to Houston uh, to for the premiere of the the documentary. I presented uh, Jay with the uh, the cartridge 
uh, for the outtakes of the movie. So That's he, I mean, awesome. he was trying to acquire stadium events and a couple yeah. other pricey ones. And stadium sure. events is what sixty thousand dollars or sure. something like that. It's yeah. quite rather quite pricey. But to me, the, the the Jordan one had a lot of significant meaning. But I'm like, well, who's gonna appreciate it other than me being right. in a box collecting dust? You know. Right. I well, just thought that was rather relevant. I mean, I don't know if your listeners have no, seen I the documentary. No, I think that's awesome. Right uh, d- yeah. Besides the fact that they had you on that game as a consultant, but n- not only that, that you actually got to play Michael Jordan. Like, I'm a huge sports guy, so, like, being able to play Michael Jordan in a video game thing is awesome. Also, the fact that you beat him 88 to nothing. Yep. Yeah, Because yeah. he hates to and all lose. Those We're not so, talking, like, a poultry or, like, 40 or 50 people no, 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 behind no, no. you this looking. We're right. talking a just complete, utter McCormick blowout. McCormick Place is yeah. an enormous building, and yeah. just the volumes of people – and, you know, it, it's not a choke time for a gamer when you don't want to look back at the volumes and go, oh, my God, they're looking. I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. here with this guy. It's a half a foot taller than me. Right, you know, right. What the hell, you know. Yeah. Um, I know they're premiering another documentary here called Man vs. Snake. Have you had a chance to see it yet? No. It's, it's another one about Timothy McVeigh uh, regaining his world record. He was the first person to score a billion points on a game back in 1980, I think, two or three-ish, when Nibbler was first um, – Nibbler's a game, let me let me educate the, the listeners here, is a game where the more dots you eat on the screen, the longer your character is. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the, the version of Snake. Snake, that you yeah. Put, right. Mm-hmm. But Nibbler has a couple different twists with different mazes that you have to in- navigate through. And um, there were several different people that were vying for his title. And I think uh, the guy, this guy in Italy... Uh, broke his score, and then there's another prominent gamer out of Canada called Dwayne Richards. Uh, he, Richard, he went against uh, Timothy McVeigh, so it's a rivalry between Timothy McVeigh, um, the guy from Italy, and Dwayne. Uh, very competitive, it's upbeat. You can see the frustrations that gamers like myself go through for conditioning and mental training, and um, the obstacles like power losses, or someone bumping a switch, or boards not performing, or joysticks not performing the way you would like them to sure and that's a lot of pressure too because if you're playing for 70 hours or even 50 hours and your joystick goes out of the board crashes you have to start over yeah or call it a day and start it again you Mm -hmm. know well we actually ran into that problem today um as you can see we've got the microphone for the main hall in front of me because i've been doing all the main hall announcements well uh brian of free play was like, okay, the soundboard for it is behind back where they've got the big, uh, basically all the guys are doing tournaments and like trying to break world records. And he's like, if you go back there, you have to be very, very careful. And I said, I'm not touching it. Like, because there's one guy who's doing the Mario Brothers game who I think he told me he's got to be on that thing like 12 hours today or something oh crazy. <laughs> like, he's got to play that game 12 hours straight. Not to mention, I think that the, the missile commander was up there and some guys were doing a challenge on that. And our buddy Richie Knuckles has got like a Kong off going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, but you're exactly right because I was like, oh my god, if I go back there and accidentally hit something, and he's already three hours into a twelve hour run, like he's got to start over from scratch. So I was like, whatever volume that that mic is at is what it's going to be at, and we're leaving it at that because I am right. not going back there because I could see my you know Parkinson's ass like falling over, or, like bumping into something. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So. And it's but, funny you say that because there's a lot of different documentaries that are out now, and every one of the documentaries has that same problem. Well, Something has gone wrong with a. Re- they're going for a record, and oops, there goes the power outage. Or, or there goes yeah. I was I was playing a game on the Intellivision called Warm Whopper. I don't know if you guys remember, if you're old enough to remember, maybe I don't know. But back in the day, I used to hang all the Atari boxes on my wall, and on on the the one wall I had all the power switches. You know, the on off. Yeah. I had mm-hmm. Coleco, the Atari, the Intellivision. The you know, I had like six power switches. So okay. I'm playing Worm Whopper for 72 hours. I get 26 wow. million points. I used the Polaroid, take a picture, and the friend of mine that was uh, visiting thought I was I was done with my game. I was in television. You could pause, yeah. which is really really beneficial. Nice. As he bent over to look for something, his ass hit the the, 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 the switch, switch, and my game went off. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I understand what you're saying if you want to yeah. bumble around. Well, and that was the thing. And, and, and also to bring up another point you just brought up is, like, when you see people making these runs, a lot of times there's, like, little goof-ups. Like, I remember the King of Kong, which uh, Walter Day and Billy Mitchell were both here in. Yeah, um, so was 
Mr. Todd Rogers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in that as well. Indeed. But the gentleman that's, like, playing, the one that they follow, the the younger gentleman, like, I remember he's playing, and he's got to stop because his his son's going to the bathroom, and he's, like, oh, three, and he's, like, yeah. wipe my butt. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so he's, like, he's like got to stop and, like, go wipe his kid's ass, and, like, I can't remember if, if that you, totally no, blew him out or you, if he lost to two lives doing that. When this kid gets older, he's going to be known for wipe my ass kid. Yep. Yeah. This, yep. You know, yeah. It's going to be forever immortalized in yep. wipe my butt. Yeah. 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 So, because but I mean it's those things where you don't even know when you're doing it that like something like that's gonna come up or like God forbid if the dude who's going twelve hours gets some sort of gastrointestine issue that's and it's like yeah. gotta take a shit like hey, and the thing is is you know people don't understand I mean the media is so ignorant uh, when it comes to not saying you guys are ignorant because you guys are gamers but like you know other prominent media outlets are ignorant when yeah. it comes to things because gaming is not their shtick so no, they no, put no. their own spin on things so when you see a video like that or a movie and kids like wipe my butt and the dad keeps playing the video game and not tending to his kid they like go oh well that's like child neglect why right. would you and they don't understand like well what are the who else is in the house you know maybe yeah. his wife was home maybe yeah. maybe mom, there's an older know, child that could help but they don't situation. show that, so they make you think, oh, he's just he's going for a record, and it's more important than wiping his kid's ass. You yeah. Know? Just, yeah. But I could a, definitely see how some news well, outlet would take that well, little that's, snippet that's and the problem. throw that spin with that's it. That's the problem Like when you have like a big event like E3. like You have USA Today and all these other places that don't necessarily you know, are expertise in gaming. They'll go in and they'll just get a very broad strokes of what's happening. Like, And obviously VR was a big talk this last year, so everyone was talking about VR. And the unfortunate thing is when you, you get this big flash in the pan or whatever it'll end up being that's all they talk about and then you miss out on all the other really great stuff that was mentioned so yeah. like that's the problem when you have a you know a USA Today or something like that that's coming in to you know pick the hot things for you know because they want right. to get hits you know I was I, I don't know how you uh, how many hours you guys followed uh, the elections but I was watching um, this one s- section where uh, I think her name is Kathy Ann or something she was a Trump advocate and this lady Brianna on CNN kept asking coached questions and she's like well you know what about blah 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 and then the other lady be like but that's not what i want to talk about you keep steering your questions towards a certain specific genre of questions and you're not you know extrapolating on the bigger perspective sure yeah and you know when when places like cnn are owned by other sources that have money you know, it's like, say, for instance, I employ you and say, hey, you're going to ask this and you're going to do your job or you're out of a job. And your family relies upon you deliberating your experience to do, dedicate what you're going to bring to the public. Sure. Otherwise, you're going to be in the unemployment line. Right. So, and this is what people do understand. It's like when you see media, they're going to show you what they want to show you. Yeah. It doesn't matter. People in the public are uneducated when it comes to the fundamentals of how media works. Mm-hmm. And I use this as, gonna, as an example because if you look at my earlier videos in 1982 when I was interviewed by ABC, Channel 7 in Chicago and Channel 7 in Detroit, the one guy calls me a video gaming freak. Now, that could be taken either way. Yeah. Years ago, I was like, wow, man, I just got insulted. The guy called me a freak. But you could take it as a good way. I'm exceptionally better than anyone else. Yeah. Right. At the end of the video, the guy's like, oh, four or five hours a day. I thought my kids were bad, meaning I played for four or five hours. But yeah. athletes are in the gym. They practice kickboxers, kids, oh, yeah. runners run, and they all have this performance level of a lead up to how good they are. Sure. They don't get that way overnight. There's preparation. And it's the same thing with gaming, but the media was too ignorant to see that. They say, oh, you're a gamer. You'll never do anything with your life. But yet, I worked for 42 software publishers, and some people paid me a grand a day. Mm-hmm. Or like what, what Playboy Company was going to give me 120 grand to enjoy, endorse a, joy, a specific male-shaped joystick, which I turned out as good money. I mean, you know, uh, right. 120 grand? But, you know, I think we elaborated more into this last the last time I was on your show, but money isn't everything. Well, what am I going to be known for, the guy that flicks a stick back and forth that looks like male genitalia? Right. I mean, it's stupid. Right. But I was just trying to draw the template that media will always coerce things the way they want to. They want to spin it the no way they want to how good you are, what, how good of a brand you are. If they don't like you, okay, here's another example. And, and the, guy, the, the, the publisher of the Weekly Planet, the guy who interviewed me, he goes, well, if I don't hear from you, I'll understand why. Well, in the interview, he, he didn't tell me how he was going to state the article. And, of course, they had me laying on the ground to make me look fatter. I mean, I was 260 pounds to begin with, but made me lay on the ground made my neck look really, really big. So I'm like, I didn't put two and two together how they were going to crop the picture. They put me on the front page of the, this newspaper, 
um, and had Game Boy and had Mario jumping with my big fat head. Yeah, and then he goes, Todd Rogers, uh, middle-aged man, uh, talks in philosophical cul-de-sacs with his belly overhanging his belt line. I'm thinking, wow, what a dickhead. Yeah. Wow. Now I know yeah. why he yeah. doesn't want me. Right. Didn't He knew he wouldn't hear from the guy because right. he, he the guy was older than me. He was not a gamer, yeah. and he didn't have the passion and enthusiasm for gaming. So as a journalist, he's going to broadcast, he's going to, not broadcast it, but, but uh, you know, report it as, Oh, I'm a middle-aged guy who likes to play video games. That yeah. I didn't make a living at it, and if I did make a living at it, what am I doing now? Right. You know, that's that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's There's my. There's definitely some bias in the media, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, in, in any sort of event that goes on, you have two sides of the story, and it's you know. Sometimes no, there's one side of what really happens. It's just well, a point yeah. of people's interpretation. Sure, yeah, yeah. that's very true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, we're going to take a small break, mm-hmm. and we'll be right back with more Todd Rogers and the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And we're right back. Wow, imagine that. Just kidding. <laughs> this episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com. Get real retro games for the old school consoles you love delivered to your door every month. They have consoles like the NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation 1, Game Boy, Game Boy Advanced, and more. Tell them the type of games you like and what games you already own so you don't get duplicates. You even get a wish list. It's not a rental service, and best yet, you keep the games. Use promo code HAPPYHOUR and save $2 off your first month. Learn more at RetroGameTreasure.com and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. So since last year, have you had a, a chance to play Conquer Online at all? No. Mm-mm. You really should, just to get your, your feet wet. Um, and if I have to check back in a year, because I don't see you throughout the year, I'd really like to see what your experience would be in playing something like that. I mean, you know, it is a game about, it's not a, it's not about how good you are, it's about how much you're going to spend, really. But mm-hmm. the experience of being able to build a character like a monk or a ninja or a mixed character, monk, ninja, warrior, you have different skill sets that you have to be able to attack if you want to do pe- person versus person or person versus monster. Like now, I used to be a Trojan, and I was a Trojan for six years. I just was a non-reborn. I didn't care. But the bad thing is when people reborn, they can hit you for double, and you hit them for half, mm. which just sucks. Right. So eventually I turned warrior, 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 because I fight like a Klingon. I don't jump around and try to evade people. I'm in your face and I'm hitting you. I don't care if I die melee. or not. Yeah. So my son's like, well, yeah, warrior's more your type. It's more defense, but it's more attack. Mm-hmm. So now the, the the brand, and I you know, and I hate to say I have over $11,000 into the game. <coughs> Still, I haven't spent any more. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, they came up with these, they're called gauntlets or fists that you over there's another item another item they milk you for money for items um that do better for attacking monsters not so okay. much against person versus person but like before even though i was full 12s i was the max you could be or pretty close to the max you'd have this meter bar and you i would hit and the thing would go dunk, 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 like very slowly now i hit it goes dunk 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 it has these big i know the people hear noises but they can't see the representation it takes like <laughs> Half the meter bar, a quarter meter of the bar, zero right. the meter bar. It just takes these big volumes of chunks. Sure. That you kill the monster home out quicker, and it's more enjoyable. And I'm not even max the max, the max level of the um or max plus bonus of the, the gauntlets I'm using. Right. But yeah, I would suggest both of you. I know you're not really into that style. Of maybe you are, but play the play both our track online and conquer online. Yeah, we'll have to. Maybe we'll do like a a a, rear, a year in review next time, and we'll talk about it and yeah. and see what we try it, yeah. yeah try it out and because you can play uh, Star Trek Online on uh, Xbox One as well. So. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. So that, that um, opens up a lot of doors. It does. So we, we I don't have a PC at the house. So right, he doesn't have a PC. Anything but, yeah. I play, it's either on the PS4, or the Xbox One. Yeah, so you so. can play Star Trek Online on uh, Xbox One. Oh, that's dope. So you I can check that out. That. I might check it out as well. I had some other friends tell me about it yeah, too. Yeah, Brian, uh, our good buddy Brian, mm. likes yeah. it a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I know he plays it a ton. Yeah. Um, so, 
that you gotta mention last names when you quote people because they tell us when I do interviews and say, like I was doing the King of Kong, and the people say, yeah, I came. What about you to Fun Spot? Yeah, Mark and Jim and Bob. I'm like, people don't know Mark, Jim, and Bob. You have to well, say full name. I, I think he'll be Brian okay with it. Our, our buddy Brian McCord, yeah. who's Brian a C. huge, huge Star Trek fan, yep. and I know that he had been playing it a lot because it's one of the games he. Well, he's a huge, huge Star Trek fan to begin with, but like he he fell in love with that game and he spent mm. a lot of time yeah. on it. Um, and I, I'd love maybe sometime we well we need to get him in the studio sometime anyway to talk sure. wrestling and other stuff because yeah. he's he's been on the show a few times yep. to talk wrestling so yeah. wrestling yeah professional wrestling we're you know I owned an independent wrestling yeah. company here right? yeah I remember yeah. you told us oh, that yeah, last yeah. year because that's yep. how we got the interview with yeah. uh, MLW because he right. was here yesterday Mr Saint Laurence was here yeah with yeah yesterday. yeah that's how we yeah, got that he whole was thing in his heat yeah. I was supposed yeah. to have an interview interview tomorrow by Milo Beasley or his, I can't say his real name I don't know if he'd want to permit yeah. that but. Right. He's supposed to be here tomorrow to talk video gaming slash wrestling with me. Oh, I started nice. watching wrestling in 1968. Oh, wow. And I wrestled in 1980 and then I bought a wrestling company in 2010. So nice. Awesome. Well, how's everything going with the wrestling company? I, I shelved it because my mom's health at the time was deteriorating. Oh, she passed I'm sorry to hear that. Year. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot involved. I mean, when you're doing the gaming, you have to be in the, game, the mindset of gaming and, and yeah. making sure everything runs smoothly. When you're running a wrestling company, there's a lot of responsibilities. You have yeah. to make sure everybody's doing their job effectively, make sure payroll's met, make sure the, the band at the door is responsible enough to, to take the money and without pocketing exactly. anything. Sure, yeah. It's more of a headache. Yeah. <coughs> There's a lot of moving parts. So. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you also have egos you have to deal with, too. As See, well. your leg is twitching, too. You're you Jones in the play video games. <laughs> oh, that's just my OCD. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, just as bad. Yeah. I'm actually having to think about it. Dance, like, dance revolution. Like, put yeah. I'm, I'm horrible. At, I'm, good at, I'm good at rhythm games. It's not the dancing ones. I, I like, it, like Guitar Hero. I can play that really well. Um, and, you know, those type of games. And, and um, what's that one called that came out? Um Guitar Hero? No, it's Rock an, band. it's one that Mike, our friend Mike Crawford plays. Um, forget the name of it. Uh, not Impulse. It's called like a. Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, like spaceship. It's like a spaceship thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's like a da- it's a, 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 like uh, a rhythm game. Rhythm game or whatever. I forgot the name of it, but I love rhythm games. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do that sometimes. I'll kick kick my leg or whatever. I don't know. I, like. Oh, I'm the worst about it, especially yeah. at work. Like I'm surprised I haven't eaten a hole in the carpet like underneath <laughs> my desk. You should just put. You should day. just get like a piece of carpet. Springs. You know that's what I should do, or maybe get like a little bit of padding under there, yeah. so then I'm just bouncing up and down the padding. Because seriously, how I've not just worn a hole in that carpet. And, and it's infectious too. Like I, I, I didn't start doing it until you started. Yeah, doing, doing it because yeah, I was fine. And, and then like you started to do it, and then like subconsciously like, now I'm doing. Don't shake the leg. Don't shake the leg. I do the same thing. I remember my dad when he was alive. I would do that, and he'd be like. Like that, and it's like that's what, what my father does. What are you he doing? does that to me all the time. <laughs> like we'll be at dinner and he'll do that. Or the biggest thing is like I'll go. My my parents live six doors down from me, so like I see him like almost every day. Yeah. So like especially like on Monday nights or football nights, like I'll go down there and watch. And what I do is. I lock my – I don't know, Johnny, you can probably explain this better. I lock my legs together basically at the ankle when I'm on the recliner. He does. And they bounce. They like do. like I'm flipper. Like yeah. I'm a flipping dolphin. They do. Yeah. And my dad will just reach over because my dad's damn near seven feet tall with his big old monkey hand and put yeah. it right on my knees like unlock them. Yeah, and then yeah, as yeah. soon as I unlock them and split them apart – I'm good, and they're yeah. not bouncing. But as soon as they lock up, they go to like flipper yeah, mode. You ever do that when you're riding in someone's car? They think they have a flat tire going on. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not it's surprised. True. Like usually, but that's a good thing. Nine my, times out of ten, I'm driving. Well, see, so. my son does. It. My son's six, and he'll he'll like rest his feet against the back of the seat. Yeah, and he won't kick the seat, but he'll be like. I'm we'll like, get that restless. And I'm like, all right, yeah. I, if I wanted a shiatsu massage, I, you know, yeah. I, I could do something different. But, man, he's like, and he, he thinks it's funny because he'll vibrate his own voice. And that's like a fun – kids like hearing the voice vibrate. So yeah. that's like – we'll do that. He'll do it for like an hour. I'm like, no. Especially if you have a long car ride, I'm like, oh, my God. We yeah. got to switch seats, you know. But, I had uh, dinner last night with uh, Bill McAvoy. And uh, we were expl- – I was ex- explaining to him about a game called Fast Finger. A um, couple developers up in New England uh, that are gamers made a game for your response. And I says, oh, yeah, you go like this, and you move your hand. And he goes, could you do that again? I've never seen someone's hand move that quick. I says, yeah. I says, when people were playing the game, they would they would tap the button as you would tap for a minute, and it looked like an Richter scale or a cardiograph. It would go like right. this. Yeah. But then when I did it, I overlapped my finger. My my thing was more straight than anyone played it. So it's all in the, the gamer's perseverance and how you play the game and how you tap the button. Right. 
Interesting. So you can put those those nerves and those, those nerves reactions and the to, to yeah work. yeah absolutely. They help me out a lot in Call of Duty. I'm not gonna lie. Like all those I call them twitch shooters because uh, like I figured it out. Call of Duty is about who is like jacked up on the most Mountain Dew. <laughs> like it has it's nothing true. to do with actual skill. So but like yeah those twitchy kind of well, games. Driving if that. you drive in a place like Atlanta or Chicago. Oh yeah you got to be on the ball. Yeah. Even, I mean your perseverance is it's something true. like that would come in really handy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I. Last question for you uh, is: uh, What do you uh, last question already? Well, no, oh, we, on, keep, we can keep going with you. We can keep going with you. Yeah, we got time. Uh, yeah, um, I just didn't know what time you had that. Probably no, but go ahead. Okay. Um, before we wrap her up, um, so to speak, um, le- my question for you is: What do you besides yes. some of the PC games? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing? Uh, are you playing any console stuff at all? I um well I uh, got mad at my. Asus computer and it was over it would overheat or whatever I don't know it would just freeze up the CMOS battery is bad and I banged it over my knee now the screen doesn't illuminate so I need a new laptop um, I've been playing apps on the Samsung phone oh, okay yeah <laughs> I mean you know sure. I I have 76 gaming consoles at my house 11,000 games so and wow. five arcade machines so wow. um, it's never a dull moment but sure. for my computer it's like non-existent right now right yeah, sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> no. And I love Asus. I really derage Asus computer. It's one sure. of the better ones. I've had 17 different laptops. So oh, really? Yeah. HPs are nice, but they overheat. Toshiba's are slow. And, uh, but Acer is really the one that you Acer's like. Acer's no, Asus. A-S-U-S. Oh, I'm sorry. Pegasus. A-S-U-S. Asus? Yeah. And, I mean, for the amount of money you're going to spend. I mean, my original one was five grand. I mean, it was 2500 bucks, and it had a one terabit solid-state drive, and that was 2500 bucks. Right. But my cat peed on it, and it fried. Oh the new one God. I got, the other one I got, which is almost identical to the first one, I got on Craigslist, and I made Billy go down in Miami. Well, he lives in Miami, but close to Miami. And Complete another side note, did you try and make a homeowner's claim on the uh, computer? No. You probably should have done that. We'll, yeah, we'll talk I, later. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I got this other one, which looks almost identical. One's a G73... Uh, S something S H and the other one's a J W or S W J H. They look identical, but they're not. Mm-hmm. So because when my screen didn't illuminate, I tried. S- my son tried swapping the screens. I'm more of a coding kind of guy mm-hmm. and reading source and stuff like that. My son's more of the patient one, take things apart, put them back together. Sure. Otherwise, I go gunk. Okay, new one. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it I just it doesn't work, and yeah. uh, I'm using Leah's uh, my girlfriend's uh, Mac. Oh, okay. Nice. You like Macs. Uh, yeah, Macs are different. I mean, it depends on you know what. You're, uh, the, the, un- the unfortunate thing about Macs is the fact that they, when it comes to uh, software and everything, they're still a little bit behind. You know, because um, they they try to they try to do certain things. Like I I will die with Sony Vegas. Did he leave? I'm sorry. I must have made the other the other guy mad. Uh, you know, because we're sitting here doing an interview and he like left. Sorry, but my Asus had boot up for Windows, Linux, and Mac. Oh wow, oh, wow. that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. You know? Hi, listeners. We're still talking. You know? yeah. I got distracted, but we're still talking <laughs> yeah. to people. Hey, it's, we're a conversational podcast. <laughs> well, that thing today is it's live here at Free Play Florida, yep. so it's definitely going to be a little bit more raw yep. than, than we normally do, even though we usually do pretty real raw radio, but it's yep. going to be a little extra raw because yep. of, well, thank goodness uh, the background noise shouldn't be so bad because we're yeah. in this nice media room. We got a little bit of an echo, but that's not well, bad. No, I'll take the echo. I'll take the echo. I'll take the echo over. All the noise. It seems like we're in a hall room, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It, it does. It actually, I love that. Even though everybody else said they thought they were tacky, I love these chandeliers. Because here's actually a big news bit for you. We are the last podcast ever that is going to be in this building. Wow. Because they are knocking out all of the convention area, they and they are rebuilding it. So yeah. we will be the last podcast ever in the Doubletree, Orlando by Hilton's current, current uh, halls. They're going to call it the triple tree. Yep. I don't know, man. They need to put at least three trees out in front of my room. Did you see that shit? Uh, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm serious, dude. Oh, the like, uh, the Brandon's got pictures of it. He can show you. They bulldozed the entire, um, basically the pool area, and it's just dirt. And not even dirt. It's like dirt and some center blocks and some busted <laughs> up grass. And then when we were, I was already in my room. Brandon went to go put his stuff in his room because he didn't get here till three. Literally, it was like Lethal Weapon three. Like he walked by, everything was cool, and then a building just went poof. And he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like the whole building just like in a matter of like five minutes just went. 
because they're in the process of rebuilding, which the hotel, by the way, does look great. It's an amazing hotel. I love staying here every year, but it was one of those things where I guess walking in blind, I didn't know they were doing all these remodels. So when you walk by and it's just like. Yeah, but you're making experiences. Like I tell Leah, we were yeah. we were in Houston. Way, or Yeah, it was Houston or Austin. Uh, anyways, I don't know. It was one of them. I think it was Houston. And uh, we had the GPS says, turn left, turn left. And I don't know if you ever drove through Houston, the Houston Parkway. It's just like this one big square. And we didn't want to take the tollway, so they have these like little side roads. And I'm almost ready for you. I, I he, uh, the other guy just appeared. Um, uh, they have these side roads that that sort of mimic the expressway, right? Okay. So we got the the GPS going. We didn't we didn't have a smartphone at the time. We said turn left, turn left, turn left. I had the same thing going to Miami across Alligator Alley. Where are you going to turn left? Yeah. It's 100 miles of straight road. There is right. no it, left. The only left is into the swamp. Here, <laughs> you're doing left and left and left. You're going into this complete square circle or whatever. And it's like, oh, my God. I said, we are so mad. I said, I'm going to throw this freaking thing out the way. Okay, give me the GPS. It's yeah. going. It's being yeah. launched. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, got, we got a little bit, uh, you know, uh, tense and, and um, disorientated and for the moment. And I said, hey, freeze frame. We wanted to go see the premiere. We were invited to go see the premiere of the Nintendo Quest. Oh, wow. And, you know, we had a, a, a time frame to get there. And I'm like, look, you know, if we make it, we do. If we don't, we don't. I've already seen it once, and they have my support. We're out in Texas. We're having a great time. Yeah. So you have to look at it as we're making memories. We're in Texas. We got lost. Now we can look back 10 years and say, you remember to turn left, turn left, turn left and yeah. in Houston? I mean, you know. Another funny thing is... Leo was driving, and it was at night. We're, we're, we flew into Houston and driving to Austin, and uh, we were doing a little bit over the limit, or she was doing a little bit over the limit. And I go, you, you better slow down. I says, uh, this guy's coming up behind you pretty quick. I said, oh, let him get the ticket. So she moves over to the guy, goes zooming past. I mean, we're probably doing like 80, 90, maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the car said doesn't mean that the road, we were actually going that fast. But if it was me driving, I would admit yeah. to speeding. I always speed. Um, this guy goes zooming past and like, not even, what, 30, 45 seconds? Woo! This guy got pulled over. I'm like, see, that could have been us. That could have been a $300 ticket. <laughs> Wow. Anyways, memories. Memories yeah. are great. So now and next year you'll say, yeah, I remember the time I heard a boom, and then you yeah, look out the window and, like and you know you think you're being in Beirut or something, you know. Well, we appreciate you making memories with us on the Happy Hour, Johnny Absolutely. and Deuce. Thank you for having and uh, me. hope to have you again next, and next year. Next year I'll quiz you about Conquer. Yep, we'll definitely play that Conquer and Star Trek. Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek Online. So. Deep. Thank you so much, Todd. Thank you. Have a great Thank time. You again, brother. And we'll talk to you soon. Speaking of talk to us, you can talk to us on the internet at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, don't forget to send your emails to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And of course, on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three, three hashtags. hashtags. Hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the, the loose. loose. Later. See ya.